Please stand for the reading of God's holy word. Second Timothy chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3. Uh, my son, Daniel Ezekiel, uh, did his job and sent me another sermon that uh, and another series that we had been dealing with. But I left that series for a little while to deal with this series because this is a second coming uh, series. Second Timothy chapter 3, the Holy Word of God reads, This know also, Paul said, inspired by the Holy Ghost of God, that in the last days perilous times shall come. <clears throat> For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, and what we're going to deal with tonight, disobedient to parents. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> uh, what a day it has been. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you, Holy Father God, for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, sitting at your right hand, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, uh, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would uh, well Lord I will pray that later but let me say thanks uh, once again I praise you and I thank you for uh, the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and upon my family and all other people who have believed in you and trusted in you in a sincere way. And for the general blessings upon everybody else. And most of all, the blessing of the opportunity to get saved. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, 
financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon me and upon thus my family and others who have trusted in you down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will continue to have mercy and grace upon us all, a Lord who belong to you and who believe in you and who have trusted your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as Savior. Forgive us, Holy Father God, of our sins, our failures, and our faults, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. <clears throat> Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. And fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a guard in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. For those of us who are saved by your grace, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed uh, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to do your will and not ours, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, even though, Lord, there, there are persecutors who have come against me very hard in my own family and who are trying to uh, hinder us from getting uh, your word out uh, by messing with uh, social media. Uh, they think I'm not aware, but I am, and I know who it is. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that you would thwart their demonic plans and that you would cause your Holy Word to continue to go out uh, magnificently and fully. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will remind them that vengeance is mine, I will repay. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that indeed you will help us who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent. of our sins, and Lord, thank you for that idea, 
and uh, repent of our sins and help us to humble ourselves and to get back to you our first love, Lord Jesus Christ, in a very real sense. And Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the salvation of the lost, uh, in my own family, starting with my own wife, Marika White, who, as I told her last night, she does not take joy in these services at all, never has for 35 years. In fact, she hates them, and she has tried to hinder them for 35 years. She has been a thorn in the flesh. Uh, but not only that, she's a different person when it's time to eat, uh, time to have sex, time to uh, take it easy, relax, and do nothing. And uh, I do pray, Holy Father God, still for her salvation. And I pray that you would make her a new creature. And Lord, help all of my sweet evangelical uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, as well as my Protestant mainline Protestant Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterians, and, and uh, Charismatics to understand that what I'm praying right now for my wife is love too. And have done it for 35 years privately, and I'm doing it now publicly um, because time is short. And I believe that she's on her way to a devil's hell and I pray for her mother, I pray for her siblings, I pray for her aunts especially. I pray that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest as far as conviction is concerned until they repent of their sins and believe in you. Lord Jesus Christ, I pray the same for my own mother. I pray the same for uh, my siblings and all of my family members. And uh, I pray the same for all of uh, my family members who uh, have turned against me and who are persecutors and who are trying to hinder the message that I preach from going out on both sides of the family. And they know who they are. And I pray that you would continue to trouble their wicked hearts and minds and souls and spirits. Uh, they somehow think they can counsel me, uh, but it's going to be hard to do uh, because you have led me to preach your holy word, and I thank you for the privilege. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that, Lord, my younger children will see the evil that people are doing and will uh, make sure that they are not a part of it. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. 
out of my own wife, Marika White, out of her family, out of my family, out of any of my children who have that issue and that problem. I pray for my children as Job prayed for his, uh, that they would not turn against you and curse you. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts, Lord, from uh, my family and all other Christian families, and give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil and the demons of hell. Throughout the remainder of this day and throughout our lives. And Holy Father God, I do praise you and I do thank you for the persecutions, the tribulations, the trials, the temptations, the tests, the tensions. And uh, Lord, I thank you for letting me know this day was coming. And you have prepared me well for it. In fact, you even gave me a prayer. Before the plague came in, God prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And you have done that. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And Holy Father God, I pray that at the same time that you will lift all of our, my burdens and the burdens in my family and those who name the name of Christ who are here, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, our minds, souls, and spirits. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would deliver us tonight from all of our enemies and persecutors, be they in the family or outside of the family, and deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions. Deliver us, Lord, from all of our persecutions and tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would deliver us also tonight from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we are facing. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would protect every aspect of the ministry and of those who have served you through this ministry with a sincere a genuine, godly heart. And Holy Father God, I do pray uh, that you would bless and protect, Lord, 
my family tonight and all other Christian families. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Uh, Lord God in heaven, I thank you that I can glory in these tribulations and persecutions, that I have peace and joy in them, and I have cheerfulness in them given to me by you, and I even take pleasure in them. Uh, uh, even the persecution of my own wife, who has never been uh, supportive of your work and ministry for 35 years. And so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I thank you, Lord, for this battle. I thank you for my thorn in the flesh. And I give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor for allowing me to preach for 44 years here in a few days, your Holy Gospel, and allowing me to preach for nearly seven years, nearly every day. It's been the highlight and the joy and the blessing of my life, and I thank you so much for calling me to do it. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would work a divine miracle and continue to provide for us uh, and provide for every aspect of the ministry. As you know, Lord, we're praying for $21,000 by the end of this year that will help us buy new equipment, solidify things, make necessary repairs so that we can start afresh and anew. Uh, according to your will. I pray that you will have it all to come to pass and to work out magnificently and beautifully. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Have all we do and say to be done for your glory, your praise and honor. And for the glory, praise and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am preaching in your hearing once again. Wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. I have redefined, uh, or I have renamed the word wokeism to deceptionism. Is nothing but deception. Uh, there's a story in the newspaper today, even on BCNN1. The school board hired a man, a drag queen man, and, and ugly at that, who must, he chooses to come to class dressed in drag with huge, exaggerated, huge, the biggest possible prosthetic breasts ever made, looking like a clown. 
They hide him that way. They cannot fire him because of the law of the land. And, uh, and you can't say anything against them. That's how he teaches the children. And so one parent came in just, just like him, a man. And he was protesting it and was asking for each and every one of the school board members, it was a school board meeting, to get fired or to, to resign. You know what they did to that man? Just the same way. They arrested him and marched him on out of there and then banned him for the rest of his natural born days, his life. They banned him from the school board meetings because he protested by wearing a homosexual drag queen outfit just like the teacher Whereas when she's teaching, uh, when he's teaching the children. That is a shame before God Almighty. But what is it? It's wokeism. It's a demonic spirit of wokeism. It is the demonic spirit of wokeism. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Why is it the demonic spirit of wokeism? Because it is deceptionism. It's nothing but a lie. It is a satanic attempt to destroy the minds of young people who have to sit in a class with a man dressed up as a woman and wants to be called a woman. That is a lie out of hell that comes straight from the devil in hell. And that's why the devil is mad at me that's why he's got my family members, some, some of my family members, riled up at me, got church members riled up at me, and hate my guts because I have the audacity to preach against this deception, this foolishness, this foolishness the Bible calls a strong delusion. To try to help protect your children. Try to set things up where your children and where you do not have to call a man a woman's name or a woman's pronoun, which is an offense to God when you join the world like that. And this is done by design by the devil and the devil's cohorts who have taught the people under him Fill them with a demonic spirit, and they're doing this on purpose. This is mind-bending deceptionism. Not orgasm, deadism. Sleepism, if you will. And so the big point for today, my beloved, another big uh, tenet of orgasm is to disrespect your parents, to dishonor your parents, to not visit your parents with a good attitude and spirit. 
to hate your parents, to not communicate with your parents. It, it is a demon spirit from hell. It is a brainwashing process that these people do. The people who get caught up in it, they don't understand that death is at the end of all of this. Because wokeism, deceptionism, leads to death in one way or another. Why? Because you, you have nothing but emptiness in you. You have been gaslighted and manipulated and controlled by somebody else for their purposes. Now you feel like nothing. And nothing matters. Nihilism. And so you try to kill yourself to make it seem like somebody else did it, or you try to kill yourself to get sympathy from other people and, and let people know you did it. Men will be disobedient to parents. Parents, don't be shocked when your, your teenagers that you have loved and helped, your young people that you have loved and helped and prayed for and prayed them through, curse your name and act like they hate your guts. They have been brainwashed. They can't even make it look real because they know, they know it's not real. They're trying to please somebody else or they're getting paid by somebody else. And uh, have you noticed they tape your conversations and they, they tape uh, the interaction between you? You know why? Because they got to show that to somebody else who's paying them, bribing them, or, or making sure that they're brainwashing them real good. Since the mid-1960s, there has been a frightening breakdown in the authority once assumed by a child towards their parents. Just yesterday, uh, or day before yesterday, a 10-year-old boy, we would call him back in the day, Manish, the old women would call him. He's kind of manish there. We got to, we're going to have to whip him. Ten years old. He wanted his mother to buy him one of these goggles so that he can, you know, get on uh, the internet and look at stuff through the goggles or whatever. His mother said no. She was not going to buy that for him. Probably, probably because they need food first. And she didn't have the money. He found a gun somewhere and shot his mother to death. That's in the news today. The woke people don't want you to hear about that. Shot his mother to death over some little, uh, I forget the name, goggles where you can look into metaverse and all of that. Shot her dead, 10 years old. That's a child who has no respect 
for his mother, and that's a child who probably didn't get his behind with by his father. I thank God for the old mothers who used to uh, take names and whip behinds. Or whip behinds and take names, however you say it. And with authority. Uh, I heard a sheriff say the other day that uh, all of these teachers fighting students and students fighting teachers in the classroom. He said, that has to stop. He didn't want to deal with it. He didn't want us to say that the parents, because he, he can get in trouble and lose his job if he blames the parents. He didn't want to get into it like that, but the news reporter asked him, well, isn't this the, the parents' problem, the, the parents' uh, failure? And... Uh, he said, yes, but, you know, he kind of took up for them, but their hands are tied, too. You got parents scared to death that CPS uh, might come by if you whip them. They're scared to death. They don't want to get a knock on the door from the CPS Child Protective Services, see. Well, I thank God I, I, I live in Texas, and uh, in Texas, you can whip your child's behind if they're doing evil and being disrespectful and rebellious, and I suggest that you get to it. I'm not talking to a parent who's angry and mad and, and you, uh, you hate your children. I'm not talking to you, devil. I don't know you. But if you love the child, and the last thing on earth you want to do is whip the child, I'm talking to you. If you hate doing it, I'm talking to you. But it needs to be done. Otherwise, because if you don't whip your children, they're going to whip you. Or kill you. Or they're going to whip the teacher. Or the police officer. I saw a young black man... I don't know where he got this strength from. A young black man in high school or junior school, he wasn't that old, got into with a police officer, and he took the police officer down. I mean, body slammed him. And, and, and then you have these female teachers trying to fight these young uh, male teenagers. This, this is on video all over the place. They don't have any respect for their parents. And so therefore, they don't have any respect for uh, the teacher or the police officer. That's, see, once you don't have respect for your parents, you're not going to have respect for uh, a teacher or a police officer. And that's the problem. And that's why so many police officers, their minds have shifted. I told you that. about law and order. There was a time that a police officer would die for you. They're not doing that now because of how you have mistreated them. In fact, many are getting out of the business, getting out of, uh, of, of uh, police work.
Many teachers are doing the same. It's a shortage of teachers. There are some uh, counties across the United States, they don't even have, they, they, they won't even interview you. They're just, you interested in teaching? Okay, come on. People are teaching today and being substitute teachers who don't have a degree, don't have it, hardly anything. Why? Because there's a teacher shortage. You must understand, teaching, for the most part, and police work, that is a calling. Just like the ministry. These people, they, they dreamed of this throughout their lives, to be a teacher, to be a police officer. They were called to do it. You say, well, were those police officers brave down there in Uvalde? I know the Texas police are all, I know, I know them, I know about them. These, these men are men, these are real men. <laughs> they're not cowards. You can call them cowards all you want to, they're not cowards. But their mentality has shifted because the public has mistreated them. Talking about taking away their budgets and taking away their money. And their mentality has changed. You know what their mentality is? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up. I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability. But I'm going home when I get off my shift to my wife and to my children. That's the mentality. They're not going to tell you that. But I know that. You may not go home alive, your child may not go home alive, but I'm going home alive. They, they, you, you have mistreated these people so much, that's how they think. Same thing for teachers. I will not spend one minute teaching uh, in a classroom when, when, when a joker wants to try, a, a student want to try to fight me because I told him to sit down. Uh, not one minute. That's not worth it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, disrespect to parents and to authority, and you have to extrapolate it out because that's where it begins. If your child does not respect you, they're not going to respect the police officer, they're not going to respect the teacher. They're not going to respect the boss. They're going to have a hard time keeping a job and so forth. And so with that, I'm going to close it out tonight as far as this portion of the sermon is concerned. I have a second portion that is uh, practical and, and real because it has to do with my own woke family members who have been caught up in this demonic spirit and who have tried to influence my children uh, with this demonic spirit and because my children never had a loving mother who cared for them and loved them uh, as a loving mother should, would not hug them, would not say I love you, 
and all of that. They're hungry for a motherly love, be it a grandmotherly love, or a auntie motherly love, and a woman just to love them, especially the daughters, and teach them how to be a woman. I did all I could. I left it all on the field. Uh, they called me themselves, verbally and in letters, the, mother, the father and the mother, because my, my wife just did not rise to the occasion. She's here right now. And I've told everybody, you can't revise history. You can't, uh, 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 my wife's mother, my mother, I'm talking to you, and uh, siblings, aunts, uh, you can't brainwash my children to try to revise history so that, because you are pro-female, you, you are ultra-feminist. And so all women are wonderful and great, and the man is the problem. And uh, my wife would not even be married 35 years uh, with uh, me or any other man if uh, she did not uh, pray, uh, see me pray for the family and uh, pray with her and read verses in the Bible that deal with her being submissive to her husband and obedient to her husband, which she read last night. She read the night before. She And I gave her these verses in the first year of marriage because I saw immediately that she thought she could just have her way with me as her husband, and that's not biblical. I knew that. I had already told her before we got married, we're not going to do it your mother's way, your father's way, or my mother's way, or my father's way. That's not happening. That's what's wrong with the families today. Everybody perpetuates this rebelliousness and stubbornness and disrespect and foolishness. And, uh, and so therefore, uh, you just have a snowball effect of nothing but garbage and foolishness and evil in the marriage and in the family. And then you have silly-minded women in the family who want to try to act like everything is all right and, and want to revise history and lie and everything else. And I, I'm not rolling with that. God knows what took place in my household and family. My wife knows and my children know. And if I had not done what I did, we would not be whole today and blessed today with the favor of God and God touching the hearts of people to stand with us and to support us. You cannot revise history. And yes, I am aware that you may not even know what wokeism is. And, and, and some of my children may not even know what wokeism is and may not be aware that they are being influenced, brainwashed by it because it is an invisible demonic spirit from hell. Nothing personal, people. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the devil. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But 
since you are ignorant of what the devil is doing to you, I'm going to point it out to you because you wrestle with flesh and blood. I don't. I'm dealing with the devil working through you, impacting my children that I raised uh, by myself and wrote books to about how to live their lives so that they can be successful. And my daughter, oldest daughter, Danny, has done the book that we wrote, Letters to Young Black Women, uh, to a T. If you want to mess her life up now, that's between you and her. But I'm praying for God to intervene, and I'm going, I'm going to intervene because I don't want my daughters or my sons to end up like you all. And you should not want that either. And my, even my wife has said she does not want her daughters to be like her, and uh, I have said I want all of my children to be like Christ. It's a wicked, satanic, demonic spirit that has raped the minds of millions of people especially young people, making them almost like zombies. Demon-possessed, brainwashed zombies. And which is hell-bent on destroying the relationship between parents and children. Now, this, is not by, this is not by my design. This is all God's doing. For, for me to land on disobedient to parents in 2 Timothy chapter 3, and it just so happens that this is talking about the same thing. That's all God. I have nothing to do with that. And all preachers know what I'm talking about. God has a way to set things up for you when you're preaching his word. Wokeism or deceptionism is all about destroying the relationship between parents and children. This is why the church brainwashers, yes, the woke, there are woke people in the church, there are woke pastors, woke demon led pastors and woke demon leg led pastor wife you don't have to be mad at them they, they they're just you, really you should feel sorry for them they have been duped by the devil they are deceived and they're filled with their own ways and lusts and they will gaslight your children manipulate your children for their own purposes so it's not only family. I, 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 I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to deal with the pastors too. I've already named some names uh, on BCNN one. Uh, one name, and I'm going to name some more if I have to. But I'm going to name another one, uh, probably in the next one or two messages. Woke pastors. Deceived by the devil, turning children away from their parents, family 
members full of hell and the devil, and some don't even know they're woke. But see, they don't, they don't have a backbone. They don't stand for anything. And so this spirit just comes and bowls them, bowls them over and, 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 and is over with. And so they get around your children and they cast that demonic spirit upon them. Especially if they have not been, they've never had a loving mother to care for them and to nurture them. Uh, and uh, uh, especially uh, if they may be like uh, their mother gullible, uh, easily persuaded to turn away from God whom they have known all of their lives. Red, yellow, black, and white. I'm talking to all people. See, see, God, what God will do, as God taught me through Dr. Um, Raymond Hancock out of Morrow, Georgia. God will use you, preacher, and your family to be a blessing to me. That's how God operates. You remember Abraham? He told Abraham, you're going to be a blessing to every family in the world. And he is. Through Jesus Christ, his son. His great-great-grandson. A blessing to everybody in the world. God uses families to bless others. Uh, and, and, and God will use a family that has gotten to a point in growth where they have died to self so much so that they can be transparent and honest. See, and I, I, I will tell you this, nobody in my family thought I would put this uh, out front on BCNN1. Nobody thought I would preach a whole series. They never thought that. See, but they, now, now my, my, my children should have had an idea. Because I'm, I'm dead to self. I don't care what you think of me or my family. I'm trying to help you. Really. I believe that my children, they, they will come out, they'll come out fine because I did what I was supposed to do as a father with my children. Praying with them every day, reading the Bible with them every day, preaching the word. No, no, no uh, children have ever heard more preaching uh, and, and while they were home uh, under their pastor father, preacher father, than my children. I cannot imagine that. They heard preaching every day, sometimes two and three times a day. So they know the word. I, I believe that my children would turn out fine. And my three youngest children, they, I, I, I have things before me tonight that I would not have if it were not for them. That's every day. They're going on their own and got their own lives, but they take time to help their father in the ministry. They still do that in detail. My other children do it as well, but in a different way. My daughter Danny, my son Daniel, and my daughter Denise, they've given thousands of dollars to the ministry since they've been gone. On their own. And, and, and so it's not like they, 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 uh, they didn't do anything. And they, the, the Lord used them to sustain us 
through the coronavirus prayer, I could preach two or three times a day. That's a fact. And when I say support, I'm not talking about $50. I'm talking about thousands of dollars from my own children to help me in the ministry. And I've already told them, all of them, you, you all don't have to do anything else for me to prove your love to me. You have done a whole lot. We wouldn't even be here with this particular series if, if they had not done what they had done over the years. So I believe that my children, children are going to turn out all right. They may go through some battles and tribulations and troubles and so forth and so on and seeking somebody to love them for them and all of that kind of thing and being hurt by people who are trying to use them and they're going to go through all of that. And I know the reasons why. See? And, and you don't know, but I do. But when devilish people in the family want to try to take advantage of the fact that they didn't have a loving mother who loved on them and, and taught them how to be a woman and all of that right there, and then they want to step in with their devilish selves and, and uh, divorced and remarried and divorced and got your hair cut low. And I don't want you to be an example to my children. I'm not mad at you. But they, my daughters are reaching out because they want somebody to love them for them on a female on the female side, and and to and to teach them how to be a woman and talk about dressing and all of that. But please, you people that I have seen, don't teach my children how to dress. Y'all look mannish when you came here. I don't want my daughter looking like that. The whole whole time my children were with me, my daughter dressed modestly in dresses. And my daughter Danny uh, uh, never showed that she did not like it. I'm sure she didn't. That's okay. But I remember I but you know that's the kind of person she she uh, is. You know, these are the rules. Let's go by the rules. And most days they, they had uniforms, blue uniforms, beige uniforms, and they put those on every day. Dress modestly. You want, you want to teach them how to hook a man the way you hooked the man and the fish got away? I don't want you to do that. Just, just let, let them be. Let them figure it out on their own. Uh, according to the word of God and through prayer. By the way, do you pray with them? Do you read the Bible with them? Uh, if not, just leave them alone. Leave my children alone. They'll, they'll make it. They made, they made it before you came along. Doing quite well. And all biblical authority, like no other satanic movement, wokeism is against all biblical authority, like no other satanic movement. I believe it's a part of what 
the Bible talks about uh, folks being sent a strong delusion. In the history of the world, I, I don't think I don't think people have seen anything like it. For the American government, uh, gov uh, government under a Catholic president signing a bill saying that it is okay, it's going to be all right now for uh, two homosexuals to not only be together but to marry. That's a strong delusion. That's deceptionism, which they call wokeism. Shall we pray? Mark it right there. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for your holy word and for this message. I thank you, Lord, that even though it is painful for family members and friends and uh, and even though I'm being persecuted by them and, try, and they are trying to block me on social media as well as others, not only them. There are some white, woke people who are against me too. Even so-called former, I guess it's former evangelicals. They, uh, I don't know how they can call themselves evangelicals today. And... Uh, the government is not my friend either. So there are several groups that uh, have been coming after me for a while. And Lord, you know all about it. I pray that you have thwart their wicked plans and that your holy gospel and your holy word would continue to flow through. Now, Lord, you know I did not do what you did tonight. I did not do it. I have nothing to do with that passage that we're dealing with on being disobedient to parents, uh, uh, going lockstep with the illustrations that you have given to me of what's going on in my own extended family. I know that in this, in the sweet evangelical uh, Protestant world, we want everybody to think everything is so wonderful and hunkadory in our families when hell is breaking loose or about to break loose. And so, Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of all of my family members, everybody in the government, everybody in these lost, woke churches. Have your Holy Spirit not to give them rest. Have them to be convicted until they repent of their sins and trust you as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you were to die today, where would you go? Heaven or hell? In the words of Dr. Ed Young, Jr., you can only go to one or two places. Now, if he said it, you better believe it, because he's a fun-loving pastor uh, and just... As happy as he can be, so now uh, you may it may be hard for you to take it from me, but you got to take it from him now. Now he said it too. Not only me, <laughs> he said it too. I mean, he said it straight up. Now he told the people, 
Now, there's only two places you can go when you die. Heaven or hell. That's it. And so you need to be concerned about that. And if you're not sure you would go to heaven, you need to listen up. In order to get saved from hell and get saved from a hellacious life through sin, you need to understand that you are a sinner. You are a wicked, evil person, and so am I. So is the Pope. So is the Dalai Lama. And so is even Joel Osteen. For the Bible says, God's Word says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and God does not play. Now, you pick the wrong one if you think God plays. He doesn't play. Never, never, never. Jesus Christ does not play. You need to take them seriously. When they say things, you better believe it. And here's something else you better believe. For God's word says, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. We get paid for our sins. That first punishment is death itself, which is the most, it's the strangest, most tragic, most painful thing, most frightening thing in life is death. If I were you, I would not die without Jesus in your heart. God wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die because of your sins, from this beautiful ball called earth that he made and that he holds up with his word on hanging on nothing, you best believe in God. You need to understand that he will allow you to go to hell, to burn in hell forever if you don't believe in his son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. He died, was buried, and rose on the third day. Why? Because there is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain, my friend. Jesus Christ didn't die for nothing. I know that's not good English, but that's good truth. He died to save your soul from hell. In fact, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody else in the Bible. He does not want you to go to hell. And that's why he said the most loving words ever said in the history of the world. He said the most magnificent words ever said in the history of the world. And he said the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. When he said these words, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. My dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Believe in your heart that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. Trust in him. Believe in him. Pray and ask him to save your soul, for the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For I am an evil person. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins, as I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered and bled and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, by your power, Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. For I believe in you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change and help me to uh, follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, but especially those who just prayed that prayer, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer and you meant it from your heart, According to the Word of God, the Holy Bible, you are now saved from hell, and you are on your way to heaven by the grace and mercy and love of God Almighty. It's not because of anything you have done good, only because of what Jesus Christ did good for you on the cross. And uh, to, to help you grow in the faith, the newfound faith in Christ. Please go to gospellightsociety.com. Write that down right now. Go directly to it. gospellightsociety.com and read my book free of charge titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And uh, that book will give you the next steps of what you need to do as a new Christian. On that same site, you can get our email and email us. Let us know you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and pray for you. You can also send us any questions or prayer requests. At the bottom of that page, Gospelite Society or site, uh, you will see uh, podcasts populating down there every day. And uh, 
it will lead you to thousands of podcasts that will help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be.